Welcome to the Bliss Broker Podcast, a place to come and dive into the lives of people who've lived life's biggest moments and experiences, good and bad. Join us here every week as we focus on human interest pieces from all over the world. Tune in to get inspired, think outside the box, and find your bliss. Okay, so I'm here with my mom. We're in Wandsworth, a borough of London. We're sitting here. We've had a couple drinks. We've had an awesome, awesome, awesome day. We went to Kew Gardens. It was amazing. And then hit up the Botanist Pub. Don't know how long it's been there. Super awesome. Had chips, triple fried chips. She had a couple Peronis that kept getting bigger by the minute. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a couple double vodka sodas with orange. Made our way back to Wandsworth successfully, despite the fact that people are lunging themselves on the tracks every other minute and changing (laughs) the route of our train. So we were able to get back to Wandsworth Town, which is where we are, about six or so stops from London Waterloo Station. And now we're hanging out here just talking, waiting on dinner, waiting on laundry, getting ready to check out of our Airbnb tomorrow to go back into London. And we were talking about life and breaking outside your comfort zone and going after things that are awesome. Travel. Travel, yes. And why it's so important to travel and how, you know, why for us in particular this trip has been important. So I cut my mom off because to set the stage for you guys, we're sitting here casually, haven't recorded a podcast, brand new Bliss Broker podcast episodes. I've gotten one out before this big trip. Um, went into reality and it hit me when I heard her talking I was like oh my god this is really really amazing content for the Bliss Broker podcast episode number two and so she's in the middle of a flow super super awesome I say hold what you got let me get my phone let's talk about this on (laughs) the podcast so here we are and I'm gonna like let her get back into her statement which was comfort zone Super, super important. Breaking out of your comfort zone. And so I'm going to introduce her. This is my mom, the awesome, (laughs) (laughs) one and only, Maribeth Regina. (laughs) (laughs) And for for those of you listening, no, she didn't say vagina. (laughs) I love it. Regina is what? Tell them, mom. Regina is like um, in the monarchy in England, Regina is queen. So it's Victoria Regina is Queen Victoria. Elizabeth Regina, the current queen, is Queen Elizabeth. So I'm Maribeth Regina. I love it. And does that mean I'm Harmony Regina's? Well, you're a princess. Oh. I'll take it. Cheers to that. So she's a major bliss broker person because she created the bliss broker. So that makes her definitely uh, Maribeth Regina. For sure. Regina Vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Because your Regina Vagina birthed Harmony. The the bliss broker. Yeah. So, yes, absolutely. She's got a lot to say about the bliss situation. So, what a better way to bring her in. This is, like, amazing to me, just talking, casually talking. And it's funny. Like, it's interesting to me. I've never interviewed somebody in person to be on a podcast. So, I feel like I'm looking down at the phone. Do you feel you're doing that, too? No. Oh, I feel like there's, like, people under my phone or something. I feel like I'm directing all of my body language to that. So, okay, I'm going to ask you a couple questions and we're going to go back into the awesome topic that you were talking about because it was so full of great information. But what would be your definition of bliss? Hmm. Um, well, it could be a myriad of things from very small to something expansive something huge like traveling to london and scotland that's bliss but it also could be 
you're taking a little hike and you see a little turtle cross uh, the trail. That's yes. bliss too. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's all that. It's little things. It's big things. It doesn't have to be big. It can be little. So if you were to name something, top three things that bring you bliss, try to say that fast three times after you've had a couple um, Sainsbury vodka, lime, and sodas. But top three things you could think. Just like with current life going on and everything that's going on our, in our day-to-day at this point, what are top three things? Oh, you, you mean bless? like where we are right now? Yeah. Over here? Yeah. Um, waking up in the morning and being in London. I mean, that, it's crazy. I have to pinch myself. I, I know. I'm not sure I fully get it. I know. Um, even though this is our second trip in, in the same awesome townhouse, yeah. in the same awesome surroundings, it's like you're, you walk through this little town and you do your thing. You go to the train station, you go to the grocery store, Sainsbury, and it's crazy. It's like you have to pinch yourself. But so, I mean, that, that's just making that happen is yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, totally. Um, and just the process it takes to get here. Oh, I was is just going to say that. Yeah. Um, and it can be daunting. I mean, even for me, it's, you know, it can be overwhelming. I mean, you, it's one thing to make the plans, you know, two months before you're leaving, Make those plans, and you get on the internet, and you do your, you know, make your reservations and all that stuff. That's one thing, but then to actually do it, and then we're sitting here. It, it's, it's like surreal. It, it, it really is to see all that, you know, it that process happen, and then we're here. We're eating breakfast burritos this morning. <laughs> then we're at the Kew Gardens and looking at a building that was built in the late 1800s for the queen for queen victoria i mean it's i get now why people explore and when i was younger and i would hear stories about explorers and i get now why they were Mm -hmm. so like you just have something in you that makes you want to seek something different whether that's a different restaurant, a different route to work, a different, yeah. just something to break up the monotony. And yeah. so me, I would say bliss for me is a million things, just like what you said. Yeah. But one of the main things blisses for me is um, uncomfortable situations. And I can't think of a term right now because I'm a couple um, vodka, lime and soda, Sainsbury vodka, lime and sodas in. So I'm not going to be as eloquent. Um, but, I can't think of what that would, I guess just a mix up in your normal schedule. Just the opportunity to know that, or well, how about this? Just to know that you have the ability to look at something as awesome and exciting that is new as opposed to really freaking scary. And to know that there was some point in your life where you looked at something that was new and outside the box as super fucking scary, gave you anxiety, and now all of a sudden it's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's just getting older, because you've had it. So for you guys listening, my mom's amazing. I've talked to you guys about her a million times. Just came out of the box, ready to like adventure and see the world. You know it. I'm going to try and say it without crying because I do easily do that when it comes to talking about my mom. But like our, my grandpa, my mom's dad, super big adventurer, like respected and appreciated the tiniest little pine cone on the ground, the tiniest little adventure to a different city. So we get it honest. But you came out of the womb like ready to be alone ranger and just like go attack the world and go be on Catalina Island in California and ride dirt bikes and just go against the grain of typical for that time especially in the 70s in Southern California like yeah it is weird it's it's strange for me because I never did any of that honestly to prove anything right. to me or anybody else. I just did it because it's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I, I never 
never saw any boundary around me. Love that. If I if I felt a boundary, I didn't acknowledge it because I just thought it's what I want to do. You know, it wasn't because I was, you know, I mean, 18, living on Catalina Island, wanted to ride a dirt bike. My boyfriend gave me one. The only way I could ride out in the interior was to be a part of the motorcycle club. So he took me to a meeting and said, my girlfriend wants to ride her dirt bike. Can she be a member? And they were like, uh, this has never happened, but okay. So wow. me and two other girls, we were 18, got voted in. And then I became secretary of the motorcycle club the next six months. And we went over to Orange County, um, Ventura, went to dirt bike, you know, races and overnight camp things. And but but honestly, I think if I I think if I put it in my head that, ooh, I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to I want to do this for Mm -hmm. women. And I I don't think I would have done it because that would have been too daunting. Yeah, I just did it because I wanted to do it. I love that. And had a blast. I mean, I rode a friggin' dirt bike on Catalina Island. And, you know, I mean, just broke barriers even though I didn't know there were barriers. Yeah, that's the thing that I think is so cool. And that's where people say, where'd you get this? Where'd you get that? Well, yeah, some of it came from stuff I went through. But I really believe you're an extension of what you see. Mm -hmm. And... You being one to break the mold, I I really credit you and seeing what you did more than the, you know, a lot of people are coming up podcasting and people that are big in the self-help world as, well, I have to have a trauma to help people. I have to have a tragedy. I have to have a story. I don't think so. I think you just have to have a passion to help people. And so rather than my dad not being there, being a big story, it's what a lot of people go to. They're like, this is Harmony. We've heard her story. Her dad wasn't there, dot, dot, dot. But I think that you actually get more uh, pull in my life as, as far as who I am because of how you live your life. You just fierce. I mean, like, that's how I think of you. I You've heard me talk about you in different avenues. Like, just go get her. Just know. It wasn't even like you couldn't even describe you. And that's what's so crazy. I mean, I could describe you. Obviously, you're my mom. I know you better than anybody. But when somebody were to look, if somebody were to look at me and say, how would you describe your mom? For me to know that I would have to take a step back only because I would have to pick my words carefully because there's so many different awesome ways I could describe you. That's saying a lot. So there's more about who I am as a bliss broker coming from your ability to just kind of, like you said, see no boundaries right out of the gate. You didn't have any major traumas. You were just living your life, Ohio born, reared 100% in Southern California, you just were you. Yeah, and that, fearlessly. That it it it's kind of a because I'm I'm subtle. Right. I'm not a bold kind of person. Right. I mean, I'm kind of you know, I mean introvert really. I mean I love getting out there. I love the outdoors. I love. I'm very independent. I'm very, you know, I want to do something. I do it. But I'm subtle. Yeah. I'm not. You know, oh, this is what I want to do, and I want everybody to know it. No, <laughs> right. I'm not like that. Right. I'm, I'm going to do it, and I'm, you know, I'm like back here. Like, yeah. I'm, you know. And there's beauty in that. Yeah, there is. I mean, there is because you don't have to be, you don't have to be out there and loud and proud and all that. You you can still accomplish things for your own self. And that's what I love so much about where I knew this conversation would go with me and you because who knows each other better, honestly, yeah. than you and me. Yeah, because we're like twins. A hundred percent. Yeah. But we're twins, but we're so totally different because yeah. if anybody were to know Harmony and be like, fuck, she's just like in everybody's face. I am. I'm very bold and I'm very sharp. Well, it just shows you a spectrum. 
Right. And everything's on I'm a spectrum. At, you know, I'm, I'm not at one total end and you're not at one total end, but we're in, we're not together on that spectrum. We're, we're on opposite ends, but we, we're, there's that, like, we meet somewhere in the middle where sometimes we don't even talk. Yeah. And we don't agree with each other because, oh, I'm going to agree with Harmony because, you know, or you're going to agree with me. We just have this, this, I don't know. It's a perfect, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people could learn from this because it's, it's, we are different. Well, we're respectful, number one. That's like huge. Very respectful with each other. And we have a. 100% 100% mutual admiration admiration for each other. Right. So that's huge. And obviously we love each other, but we really like each other. We love spending time together. We have fun. We're, we have a lot of the same interests. Um, you open up things for me. That's what I was getting ready to say and yeah. lead into for people listening is that you teach me so much and we're... We, we're so much alike in a lot of ways, but we're so different in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing is that I feel like the world can learn from listening to the Bliss Broker or whatever, that we're so different, but we can learn so much from each other. Yeah. I mean, you're beautiful. I find that to be very beautiful. Just your calmness, your quietness. You just, I'm Beth. I'm here. Boom. This is what I'm doing. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to show anybody. You have nothing to prove to anybody. Me over here, I'm like, hey, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Harmony here, the bliss broker. Let me tell you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we find, yeah. but we find beauty in each other's yeah. way of yeah, delivering. Definitely. And I think that that's kind of like a really good lesson to teach people is that you don't have anything to prove to anybody. No. You no. J- just go, just kind of stay in your lane, bro. Do your own thing. Find what makes you happy. And I don't know, I guess just. Go against, find a perfect balance of going against the grain and going with the grain Mm -hmm. to not like rock the boat unnecessarily. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. Plus, I love you for who you are and and your, you know, just your, your personality and your effervescence for life. But I don't want to be you. Mm-hmm. I'm happy being the way right. I am. Right. And that's huge too. And I mean, I love everything about you. I get it. I'm enamored by you. I'm amazed by you. Sometimes I can't stop staring at you because you're so beautiful Aww. inside and out. But I'm happy being me too. Yeah. And, you know, I. And that's what, you know... That's a huge lesson, too, though, because I can appreciate and love the amazing things about you that in your quiet side, because mm-hmm. I don't have that. I very, like, I, ha- I have a minimal quiet side, <laughs> and you guys listening know that, and same vice versa. So I have my loud side, and you can appreciate and love my loud side, but not necessarily need to have it. Yeah. I just think that... The takeaway from this whole thing, which I want to get into what we were, I'm, I'm like leading you guys to something as you listen is so you can get a little bit of background on us, but it's just love people where they're at. Yeah. Not try to change them. Don't try to change the circumstance. Just kind of go with the be in flow, which is one of my, you know, words for 2020 is just like be in flow. Um, and also you can, you know, be who you are and want to improve you know learn things change things here and there but you're going to be your core person so if you look at somebody and you're like oh i i really look up to that person and i you know i want to you know um emulate that person well you know that doesn't mean that that person that you should be try to be that person. Right. You oh should yeah. you should try to, you know, improve things you want to improve, whether it's exercise or diet or talent or interest. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. But you 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 just can't change your core person because that's who we are. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I've got two sisters and 
there are some similarities, but I'm the middle sister, so I don't know what that really has to do with it, but I've got two strong personality sisters on wow, either yes. side of me. Yeah. And I am in the middle, which ironically is <laughs> is pretty interesting because I do sometimes feel like the mediator. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm the the one in the family I feel that is um what would you call it? Like Switzerland's yeah. calms people down. Yeah. Calms you know, doesn't wanna like if I see something turmoil brewing. You I, wanna fix it. I wanna I wanna fix it. I wanna calm it. I don't want yeah. a lot of upheaval and all yeah. that. But I mean I'm happy with who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I, you know, there's things I, you know, I, I still want to do and experience things, but. But as a core, the core part of your personality, yeah, you're I'm, good. That's me. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just me. That's like. I'm humble. I'm quiet. But then again, too, I'm super independent. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm a pet transporter. I drive all the way around the country by myself. Um, most people would look at me. I mean, it's they funny. most people not would do look at you like you're crazy. It, like, wait, your mom does what? She travels where? What do you mean she doesn't get a hotel room? Like, so many questions. Well, it's it's really funny when I have I book a job, whether it be a referral or on a couple websites, and talk to the people on the phone or we text. You know, so you know, it's. I mean, I'm. How old am I? Sixty-seven. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't even believe. That. I'm pretty savvy as far as you know. I know people don't want to talk on the phone. A lot of jobs I've never. Not heard in their... general, nobody wants to talk on the phone. <laughs> yeah, true. But I've I never heard their voice, and they haven't heard mine until I meet them. But they trust to you. Pick up their puppy or move their cats, whatever. Right. But then you know, so we we talk on the phone or we text. And then I meet them, and I know their initial response is, oh, my God, are you the person that's going to drive my cat 2,500 miles across the country? You feel like that's what they say? Because well, my first appearance of you is like... Partly only just because, I mean, I am 67. Whether or not I look 67, but I am. Yeah, you don't look it. And, you know, I'm... I feel like they're saying, I mean, I mean, my obviously my body language and all that. I mean, I'm not your typical yeah, you seven-year-old. No. But to me, it, it's, you're I love You it. know you're breaking the mold. Well, I do. And, and there again, I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to break mold, but that's just what I want to do. I mean, I... That's what I love. That's, like, so huge when it comes to the Bliss Broker brand and what it is I'm trying to do. And, yeah. like, there's so many beautiful things that come from what you've said. One, do what you want to do without thinking about what other people are going to think about it. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about the outcome and how you're going to look or, ooh, I'm going to look cool or, ooh, I'm going to look weird. Just do it because you like to do it. Yeah. Like, pay attention to the intention of what your actions are and Ooh, who you that's are. that's good. I know. Pay attention to the intention. Yeah. Because, you know, if you want to prove something... Prove that's weird. You're in a weird place if yeah. you want to prove something. Yeah. You just have to... Like, I swear, unless it was, you know, years ago when I wanted to, you know, lose weight and I wanted to prove to myself I could do it. Right. Other than that... I really don't think I've ever set out to prove anything to anybody. I mean, I'm impulsive. I'm I'm spontaneous. Yeah. If I get a thought in my head, ooh, hey, that's a good idea. I think I can be a pet transporter. I'll drive around the country and deliver pets to people, whether they bought a puppy or they're moving or whatever. You created something. I created yeah. it. But it... I I ne I don't like it's like I don't take um the the glory for it yeah. or like wow you know like when I did that BBC article Oh yeah that was awesome I've had I've gotten jobs from that because people said oh my god I I 
I read your article. Or and I... you even downplayed that. So I you guys, for totally you're listening, did. my mom was interviewed by Dougal Shaw, who's an amazing reporter for BBC Online Edition, and you would have thought it was like the dude down at the corner store trying to know something about my mom. Like she downplayed it. Just <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, what? The BBC wants to interview? Amazing. Um, but I that is again part of your personality. Yeah, You're just muted, and yeah. and I think that that I'm muted in a good way. Yeah, I think that that's a good thing. I think that, but like as far as people listening to us and 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 like going after their dreams. How can, even though we are wired up that way, in your opinion, how do you think somebody who feels like they are just, uh, they're just blah, they might not have parents that support being ingenuitive. Is that the right, is that what the way to pronounce it? Or am I just, I've had too many vodka sodas. <laughs> that doesn't sound right when it came out of my mouth. Um, have ingenuity? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Um... I'm on vacation, guys. This isn't the Bliss Broker full-fledged, <laughs> like, when I get home to Asheville. Vacay mode. Hashtag vacay mode. Um, but, like, how could you... How? What kind of advice would you give to somebody to say, hey, that's not how you were wired up? Like, how can you think outside the box? Or can you think outside the box? Like, what would you tell somebody if they came up to you and said, Beth, I saw that this has been your life and you're doing this and I find it very inspiring, like... I don't feel comfortable doing any of that, but I want to do that. What would you tell them? Well, I would just say that if somebody... I, I'm kind of a contradiction. Right. Really. Because my personality is so low-key and introverted in a way. Yeah. I'm a loner, no doubt. Right. Um but I've accomplished things that some people would want to pat themselves on the back and get all this these accolades and stuff. I don't do that because I, I only do it for me. Yeah. I only do it for my happiness. Of course, grant you, there was times where I didn't have the luxury to do this. Right. Because I was... In survival mode. Total survival mo mode, working paycheck to paycheck. Raising you as a single mother. Right. And I remember you and I talked one time, and I said to you, you know, <laughs> I didn't even realize I was a single mother because be, and, until, like, you were, like, I don't know, 19 or something. <laughs> and I had already, I mean, you didn't move out. I moved out, remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, and you kept stay stay in that apartment, but yeah. I that's just how I am. I mean, it's like, oh my god, you just did it. Some some women, they're like, oh, you know, that's they're like claim to fame. I'm a single mother. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't even realize I was a single mother. You were just living life because I just did it. I yeah. just took it. You know, I just. You know, did I think what that I had that's to do. like that's what I wonder, and I want to get to the bottom of. And you guys listening, you see my Instagram. If you're here listening, you know you listen, you watch my Instagram, so you know I'm obsessed with neuroplasticity. I'm obsessed with yeah. like our brains. I'm obsessed with how we can rewire the parts of ourselves that we don't necessarily like. But like that's crazy to me that you I just kind of went. You have just like come out, done your thing. Didn't need, I mean, I'm convinced that if you were born right now, you still wouldn't even probably need a cell phone unless it was just to, like, <laughs> I don't know. Watch. I don't know. It's crazy because I really think that I was always pretty shy. Yeah. Um, of all, you know, Kenny and Cindy and Pam and I, I was definitely the child that was, you know, like happy, but more just not as, I don't know. It's hard I'm, for I'm me to different. imagine you like that, I guess, oh, until I we're talking I right now. Because I, obviously, we've talked, You when you're with certain people, they bring out a different side of your personality. Yeah, yeah. And so, you being with Grandma, or my Grandma Weller, my mom's mom, is going to bring out a different side of your personality than it is yeah. hanging out with me. Yeah, yeah. So I could not, I mean, I can because I know you, but I can't, um, can't really fully imagine you being like 
not a, I don't know, a quiet person. Isn't that crazy? Because you kind of are. Yeah, I am. I definitely am. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know it. I, I think that's one reason I like to do things like, you know, when I'm home and I don't mind, you know, going on hikes with me and Millie, my dog. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I've always been a loner. Always. So do you know what comes into question here for me, which the listeners probably wanting to hear is like, how? So where does that courage come in to just like that innate courage? Okay. So some of it's DNA, let's say, but for somebody listening that wants to be that person that can go hiking in the woods with their dog solo or start a job where they're traveling, you know, by car alone or travel like we've traveled or just like be that girl that's 19 years old and goes and finds, you know, Hey, here's my boyfriend and you're in a motorcycle club. Well, I need to be in the motorcycle club too. I, I don't just want to sit over here and watch you ride the motorcycle. I want to be on the motorcycle. Like if you were to really be in a position where somebody were to ask you, like, I want to be that person and I'm not necessarily wired up to be that person. Like, how can I do that? Well, I think I was one of the only, and I, I feel fortunate because with grandpa, I really was enamored by him. Yeah. I mean, I loved what he did. He worked with his hands, you know, he was major sense of adventure man plus worked on the cars and did all that mechanical stuff. So I was super interested in that. Which has a lot to do with your love for him. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to spend time with him, but I would observe him and watch him and be with him. And, but then grandma too. Yeah. You know, she was a cook and a housemate, you know, house, whatever housewife. Yeah. Plus she worked. Yeah. You know, she worked too. Yeah. So I saw that side of her. So I got a really good, from both sides, like Foundation. I'd go in and help grandma make breakfast and then I'd go out and I'd grandpa would teach me how to mow the lawn with the power mower and I loved it. So I, I got the best of both worlds. I got to see that grandpa was so awesome because he never put any limitations on me and said, you're a girl, well, you you're can't a girl, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. So I never had that feeling that I couldn't do it. Right. I just thought... That's huge for people listening. Yeah, that I could not do it. Especially for people that are listening that have kids. Yeah. That's huge for somebody who's raising children to not say, you're a boy, do X, Y, Z, or you're a girl, you're not supposed to do so-and-so. Like, that's amazing. It it is, because he, he... And it wasn't ever a big deal... That I was a girl or that I wasn't a boy. Yeah. That I just am me and you can do whatever you want. That wasn't even a phrase. You can do whatever you want because you're, you know, that just wasn't a phrase. You just got lucky I enough was, to be born into a family. But... I'm, I was me mm-hmm. and I, I think, took it upon myself to watch both my parents and get all that from both my parents. So when I you know, got older, when I saw something, I never had that thought of, oh, I don't know. Can I do that because I'm a girl? It didn't even cross your mind. Or can I not do that because I'm a girl? Right. I'm just, I just wanted to do it. <gasps> That's amazing. And, you know, I mean, and I did it and I never thought it was a big deal. That was the other thing. I never thought it was a big deal. So when other people said, oh my God, you... We're one of the first girls in the motorcycle club, and I was like, "Well, yeah." I mean, I, it wasn't I just, even a thing. I like, just never thought you it was couldn't. just super low key. Just you know, that's just you know, and and so and then progressively through the years, um, just whatever really that I was, you know, like up against. Even though times it was daunting or depressing or overwhelming somehow I got through it 
and I got stronger and stronger and stronger as you as you do when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> and you get more comfortable in who you are. Right. And then you get your own voice. Right. And then I started realizing, wow, you know, I'm pretty fucking amazing exactly oh my god yes amazing of what i've accomplished and up against just daily life having to you know work and get a car and what if it breaks down and who's gonna fix it well i'll fix it you know yeah i'll go get the parts i'll fix it so you know you just do and do and do and then but what's cool about what you're saying and this is what i want people to know is for whatever reason, we could, you know, figure it out this way, that way, come up with our own theories. But at the end of the day, what you did to create bliss in your life was not see barriers. Not see barriers and also to to just... Have faith in yourself that you could accomplish something? That and not put limits on yourself. And if you see something that needs to be done, don't say, oh, I don't think I can do that. Just say, well, maybe I can do that. Let me try. And if I can't, then I'll find something else. But let me just see if I can do that. Right. And that is what gives you power because then you realize... Well, let's see. If I take that, if 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 something's broke, like I remember one time the dishwasher was broke, and I thought, <laughs> I'm going to see if I can fix that dishwasher. So I took it apart. I remember. I took the motor, I took pulled it out, took the motor out. Keep in mind, I'm mechanically inclined, so that's, it's a challenge for me, and I like that. So right. I remember I pulled the dishwasher out of the cabinet, took the motor apart and laid the parts on the floor (laughs) as I took them out. Right. I got this kit to put it back together, put it back together and it worked. So every time I did anything like that, increasing, it was like you get more confidence and then, but that's, that's a a tangible thing, but it's, it's not just that it's other things. And that applies to everything, everything. That applies to... Just don't put limits on yourself. Right. And I mean, I know, and I'm speaking from 67-year-old brain, but... But that's even better because you've been here. You've been through the shit. Yeah. You've, you've, you've lived a life so you can, you're can. you not like 20 saying, hey, don't put limits on yourself. You're somebody who has lived a full life that has been presented, because I lived it with you. I know what you've been presented with. Lots of obstacles and things that you're, you know, single, raising me, doing, having to pay bills and figure your own shit out and figure your own relationships out. And so, yeah, what, who's a better person to like say to a group of people listening to a podcast than a 67 year old human being who's been through some amazing good and bad situations and say, you got this, like you can do this. Just don't. Put yourself in a little tiny box and assume that you can't do anything. Assume that you can before you assume that you can't. Right. And instead and, of setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. You have to kind of put it in your head that, you know, the more you can do for yourself, the stronger, more confident you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. And I know that's easier said than done, but... And sometimes it's daunting, and sometimes you you can't do it. Sometimes it's it's just... And that's okay, too. Yeah, that's okay, too. But at least you... Because it, it makes you feel not a victim or vulnerable. Oh, God. So that's, vulnerable. Like, that's like something that I tell people all the time in my Insta stories and, like, the whole brand that I'm setting myself up for with, like, communicating this to women is, like, don't be a victim. Don't assume that people... The, don't assume that when your feelings get hurt that it's because some they were doing that intentionally. Don't assume that because you didn't get a job it's because you suck. Don't assume that you couldn't run down the road because you're like weak. Like keep trying. Yeah, keep like yeah. don't let the outside world and that's what I learned so much on my own. Like don't let the outside world 
because the world knows who's ever listened to me. And if you're new listening here, you don't know much about my story, but um, please go back and listen to Harmony's War Cry. You'll learn more about that there. But my mom is amazing. She's autonomous. She's powerful. She's all these amazing things. But unfortunately, I had a dad that was not available and very, like, he was off in the world trying to figure his own shit out, which I've made peace with. He was an amazing human being. But sometimes the bad outweighs the good. More often, the bad outweighs the good. So instead of being able to focus my attention on the fact that I had an amazing mom, I was focusing all my attention on what I didn't have. And the fact that, oh, my dad's not here, so that must mean there's something wrong with me. All that stuff that you guys, I'm sure if you're listening, have, have experienced in some level. But I know you better than anybody. And, like, your power is immense. And it's... It's tactile, like being able to learn from you. And so what I'm trying to do here is show you guys that it's doable, whether you have it in your DNA, whether that's like, I don't know, a part of what you've learned from people around you. You can do that. You can go after your dreams despite your situation. And that's kind of what I want to teach people here is that it doesn't matter what your genetic makeup is, what your story is, what your narr- your that your family members are, you can go against the grain and do whatever the fuck you want. And I think it's awesome that you had these overpowering like siblings. And you just kind of quietly went into your life doing things, amazing things in in my own way. In your own way without and needing fanfare. And, and also, too, is, like I said earlier, is to have confidence in yourself that even even if you may not, not succeed at whatever you're trying to do, whether it be something, you know, minor or major, mm-hmm. try. Mm-hmm. Because you might surprise yourself and succeed, and then you're like, that's just another, hey, I'm pretty damn awesome. I'm going to try the next big thing or the next little thing. It doesn't matter. But also, too, is to not let whatever's happened in your past, and I know we all have a myriad of bullshit stuff, Mm -hmm. because we all do. Nobody is immune to, you know, traumatic things, whether it be little or big. But try not to let that tarnish your day or your week or your year or your future just try to deal with it move on and you know get gain strength from that because you do but don't let that define you to just kind of let that go in your own way in your own time and I just feel like is there a big part of your life that where you can think back and go I was super scared about that and then I broke the mold and like did it anyway even though I was uncomfortable with it like if you can remember like the age you were and like something really scary that you did against the grain of what you normally would have done and you were like pleasantly surprised about how amazing you felt um I think that when I was with Charlie and we were talked about this not too long ago cuz he was so such a strong... He was a loser, you guys. So just listening. He, she, my mom never married my dad. Um, and then when I was about five, my mom met Charlie and got hooked up with him. And if you can envision, like, somebody that would be hanging around smoking a cigarette next to Waylon Jennings, <laughs> this is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Jeans, cowboy hat with a feather, cowboy boots. That's who we're looking at here. Um, but but he he it was a facade because it was a total facade. He it was, was um, threatened by me, jealous. But you didn't know that. I you, didn't know that. Yeah. But until I found out, and then I was like, oh my god, I'm walking on air because I got this. He's an he was fa- he was faking total, that whole persona total, of being total. like this like rambler yeah. and this yeah. like hard ass. 1985, well, no, it would have been the 80s. Early 80s, like, cowboy, 
Yeah, it was just all... Fake. You know, but I think that was my first time that I really said... When you stood up to him? Yeah. That I, I went, oh my God, I've got so much power. I did not even realize it. And from that point on, I just felt different because I realized I was, you know, a woman and women... I don't know. I, I wish women would realize how much power they have. And I don't mean power over man. I just mean power of their own self. Space. Their own future. Their own life. You know, that, that you know, when, when you realize that, it, it's so, I mean, it's just amazing. I remember the exact moment. I was Tell just them. Like, okay, Mom. Boom. This is going to be amazing. So uh, this is a story, it's like one of those fables that we all know from our childhood. Sometimes they're fictitious, fictitious, sometimes they're whatever. Um, But this story is so, so, so good. (laughs) Go with it, Mom, because this is like a proud daughter. I'm like proud of my mom here. Okay. Proud daughter moment. So me and Charlie were not getting along. He was having a little fling with somebody, I don't know. And he, I knew he'd gone to Charleston. Where were you? We were in Augusta. Georgia, okay. And I remember saying, you and I went to Augusta. And I, I kind of knew who he was with, but I wasn't for sure. But somehow I ended up, I remember we were, I think we went in the van, his van. But he was already there. First red flag, van. And and I remember when we went to one of his friend's apartments. And I'm honestly, it was like I was being led by the unknown because I don't remember ever going there before. But anyway. Awesome. For you guys listening who are into the woo, boom. Big yeah, situation. Yeah, it, it was amazing. So I remember I knocked on the door and Mousy opened the door. That guy, mm. a friend of his, and he had this funny look on his face like, what are you doing here? But then kind of like smiling too, like, oh, you're here. Yeah, because he loved you. Yeah, he But he's also me. like, my friend's in trouble. Yeah. Cause my- so I, then then I op- he opened the door and I walked in and Charlie was sitting across the room <laughs> on a couch with his stupid cowboy hat on and a cigarette in his mouth. And I remember I walked over, like, not super fast or aggressive, just kind of moseyed across the room. And I walked right up to him, and I'll never forget it. It was so awesome. <laughs> I slapped him right across the face so hard, knocked a cigarette out of his mouth. Yes. And his hat kind of went cattywampus so sideways. He-, he looked like a fool. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. Not before or after, I turned around and walked out. And his friends, there was like three or four guy friends there, that's like, laughed. That's perfect. That's and I thought, oh my God, that's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need another thing. Did you know it immediately when you did it? Or the, was it like a minute after you Oh, left? immediately. I knew it. I, and I knew he wasn't going to get up or or do anything because he was a total wimp. It was, it was a, he was a total thing. Fake. So he had this like persona of like strong man. Trying to be a hard ass, you know, over like lording over me, like you aren't shit. You're just a. Well, what's important about that is the people who are listening to my podcast who've listened before know they've heard me talk about men who take women that are strong and beautiful and accomplished, even in the smallest way. And they try to belittle them, and it's it's a form of abuse, a hundred percent. Well, they they, they manipulate yeah. you into a place where you feel like you're nothing, right? And you may not have full fledged come into the relationship, you know, all that, but at least you had some confidence. And then you get with them, and they break every little part of your self esteem down until you're nothing because it makes them feel better. Exactly, and so like. That's why I'm going to like segue into you're going to have to come back on because I really want to do a whole podcast episode with you where we talk about 
helping women like not only get out of that but like be able to observe that in a person when somebody comes across them and that's trying to date them trying to be in a relationship with them trying to marry them that they can see some of the red flags that me and you can discuss that are very important that are like not altered by time <laughs> because that what the men were doing to women back in the day is the oh, same thing that they're now. doing now yeah and they're manipulating, and this isn't, again, a woman-man. I'm not all about being yeah. on two camps. I just think it's really important. There's so many women out there that just want to be loved, me included, you too, that they hang on tight to these men who make them feel like shit. And somehow they have this perfect balance of, you're beautiful and strong and amazing, but also you suck. So it just it's just enough to keep you hanging on to being in a relationship with them. So I feel like... That's something that we can talk about in another episode because I feel like we have a lot to. Yeah, and let me just make one statement about that. I think any time, even if it's something, you know it in your heart, your gut tells you, I'm feeling compromised. Something doesn't feel right. You might even have a smile on your face, but something in you is saying, hmm. That's not something I would normally think, say, or do. Mm -hmm. I'm being manipulated. Yep. Then that's when you need to start, like, really, like, really thinking to yourself, is this something that I really want? Because that's what happens is when when, when you're feeling compromised, whatever it is, because that's how that manipulation starts. I love that. That's my favorite thing about this whole episode is when you feel like this goes against something you would normally say. Yeah. Your, gut, or, your gut is going to tell you. Yeah, that's gonna huge. Tell you. That's huge. Yeah. I So you guys, like for those of you listening, we're going to do a, a, probably several episodes. I would love to have my mom come on more because she's such a plethora of information And I feel like there's a lot that you guys can learn from situations she's been in, continues to be in. She's been married for how many years? Um, Let's see. 22 years. Wow. 22 years. And he's amazing. And he's his own perfect little personality, which we can get into that too in another episode. But I want to follow up, like, close out this episode talking about what... The segue was, before we started recording, which is your concept of bliss and, like, in a nutshell, in a couple minutes, talk about being in bliss and, like, that fine line of what I feel like bliss is, which is comfort zone and out of the comfort zone. It's like a literal tiny little line that's so, it's like the tiniest of lines, isn't it? It is. Yeah, because we were talking about traveling. Yes. And I said to you, it's one thing to make all the plans, but then to actually do it, it can be scary Very. and daunting. Yeah. And, you know, even with with me, who's, I mean, my last road trip in that one week, crazy, a week before we came here, I drove 5,800 miles in one week. And tell them where you went. Oh, so awesome. I went from South Carolina all the way across the country, numerous stops, a few stops, but to Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana, and then back to Chicago. And then... What'd you have? I had um, a darling (laughs) boxer. And then I had... um, Three cutie. Oh, the Bernese Mountain puppies that I picked up in Minnesota and brought to Canton. North Carolina. Like your city. Crazy. Um, oh, and then I had um, the cutie little um, Airedale puppy. Yeah. And the Miki. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah. The two little babies. And they went to Salt Lake City and um, Oregon. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um what I said was, which was sparked you to do the podcast, was that I just think it's awesome that 
when you travel and the more you do that, whether it's doesn't have to be across the country, doesn't have to be across the ocean. Could be to the across next, the city. Could be yeah. I do want to ask you though for people to know the reality of the fucking situation is when you are going outside of the grain of what you normally do, don't you still get scared? Like even if it's a fleeting like it's a fleeting moment and it's one in the morning and you've been driving for 700 miles and you need a bottle of water and the only place you can find is right here or 45 miles away and you've got this weird kind of combo of I've gotten thirsty, I have to pee. Also, the next gas station isn't for 75 miles. This look, looks sketchy, like I could be raped. And, you know, just kind of like those moments of having to navigate. Like, what decision do I make because I'm alone in a city in a state I may have never been to before? I've got animals in the back. So even if it's just a pang of... Just, it's something outside of like getting up in the morning and going brushing your teeth in your own home bathroom. You know what I mean? That, that is like how many times in one transport would you feel that? Do you think? Like realistically? Um, I mean, I guess it happens. I wouldn't say it's fear that I get fearful. Um, in a Maybe that's the wrong word. Not fearful, but like. Like a zhuzh or something. I can't think oh, of Oh, yeah. Word. I mean, I've had those. I have. But what I do, like, honestly, I've been to some sketchy areas. Oh, I know. But what I do is when I go into those areas, I this calm comes over me because I'm not going to act like I'm out of my element. Right. I'm not going to act like I'm, you know... Uh, shark walk trying to walk on water yeah or or you know a bird under the water i'm gonna act like you belong there hey i i need a pack of gum you know (laughs) water do you have a restroom i mean i'm not gonna act like because i'm gonna stick out like a sore thumb yeah i may be smiley because that's who i am and i might not get a smile back but i've never had a problem ever i I think it's just what do you what would you call that? Just like owning like your I personality have, or I, like I think courage or I like mean if you had to put a had to put a I've word been in to some th- ethnic areas that I'm the only white person. Yeah. And that would traditionally be scary for somebody. And yeah, and honestly <laughs> it's funny because I've been in some areas of Chicago like South Side Chicago, that I've told people, oh yeah, I have that app, Gas Buddy, and it tells me, oh yeah, the gas is you know five cents cheaper. Well, I don't know where I am, so I go there, and I'm and like, it's like oh, something on National then. Lampoon's you Vacation. Know, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, like I said, I don't, I I don't have that fear, it, it, and it's not like I'm dumb. Like, but you're you know. also not prejudiced people so that helps like if you have this like weird prejudice towards black people or ethnic people or anything that change that is a game changer i think it does but you don't have that i don't i and i've never you know i i mean i've never had a problem i've gone into a gas station where it was just all men and you know i'm like hi (laughs) (laughs) they're all looking at you like look at this chick coming in here I want to buy a bag of chips, and oh, I got gas, and you know, no problem. Like I said, they might not be super friendly because I'm like sticking out like a, like. When's the last time a, you know, a white woman has been in my gas station? <laughs> Probably ten years ago. But I don't look at it that way. Right, so, I love that. So I don't. That's I guess, like contributing I, to the bliss thing. Yeah, I guess I'm not putting out those vibes of I'm super scared because I I really am not. Right. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but back to your question, like driving across the country and I mean, I've driven in super bad weather, had to drive, you know, literally like 18 hours out of a day because I'm in a really bad snowstorm or whatever. Um, or I'm trying to make time or, or any of that, but this something kicks in me and it just reaffirms when I get home and I'm in my own shower and then in my bed 
wow, I just accomplished something huge that I love, that I get paid good money, and had the love of animals, which, you know, what's better than that? So, in other words, you realize you're capable. I'm capable and I'm super fortunate yeah. that I can do what I do, that I love. Well, I think that that's what I want people to know from today. There's so many things I want people to know for today in this particular episode. is, And I feel like we should do another one again before we go home. But just look at yourself as capable. Yes. See the potential, not the boundaries. Right. Exactly. And just kind of know that you got this. And, yeah. and it's okay to be scared. Yeah. In other words, not to sound cheesy like some shit sewn on a pillow, but if you're not scared, you're probably not doing it right. And if you don't have this weird pang, not a pang that says don't go forward, not yeah. that intuitional right. pang, but like a pang of, ooh, like the feeling yeah. you get when you're getting on a roller coaster that you know you're going to love, then do more. And I think that that's what I want, ultimately what I want people to take from the Bliss brokers. just step outside of what you would normally do. It's going to suck. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be scary. It's going to be fucking weird, but do it anyway. Yeah, because if, if you have an analogy of, in my words, because I drive, right? I drive, you know, all over the country. Thousands of miles. Thousands of miles a year. Sometimes 60,000 miles a year. So if I can put it in the analogy of, okay, I've got a job coming up mm -hmm. that I really want to do. Yeah. But what if I get a flat tire? <sighs> okay. Then I'm going to be, I'm going to have to call a tow truck, get my tire fixed. But what if I don't have a flat tire? Right. That's not going to keep me from doing it. I'm still going to do it. You still have to be careful. And if you fixate on the fact that you're going to have a flat tire, flat tire obviously being yeah, that's an example for yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. you're never going to do anything. Yeah, you, ha you have to be obviously be careful, but don't not do something because of something that might happen. Could be something awesome happen. Oh my gosh. It usually is. It's an adventure. It is an adventure. I mean, everything's an adventure, but, you know, I every time I go on a road trip or go on a hike or whatever, you just look at it as, oh, this is something I've never, ooh, I, I'm not, I have not been there yet. So, oh, that's exciting. Not, oh, fuck, I've never been there yet. That's scary yeah, yeah, and creepy. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. always a way to look at it. It's like I say about, exercise and I use that as an example a lot because of the people that follow me but it's not that I have to exercise or I don't ever post anything I'm sure I have at some point but I have to go for a run today if I did that I, I don't remember within several months if I've ever said anything like that but yeah. I get to do that yeah like the fact that my body allows me the, the movement the yeah. ability to be able to do that when you sh like shift that perspective it's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You get to do something. You don't yeah. have to do something. And people don't understand the the how the verbiage changes everything yeah. and how your perspective changes everything. And so you looking at a giant tra pet transport that you've got to go do that's 5,500 miles from South Carolina to Oregon and you've got five days to do it in and then, you, you know... You could look at that like, oh my gosh, I've got five days to go from here to there, 5,500 miles, and then I have to go back to Canton, North Carolina, and fly here. I'm going to be exhausted. No, you're like, oh my God, I get to actually like take these adorable puppies. 55, I get to be with them for 5,500 miles and see country that I've never seen before. And then when I get home... I actually get to go to my daughter's house and then I get to fly <laughs> over to Europe and like spend, you know, I mean, it is, it really is. And it's like, it seems so simple when you put it that way, but it really is so powerful when you realize it's all about the way you spin that shit in your head. Right. And how it's, it, that matters a hundred percent and how you're going to experience it. Mm-hmm. It does. It really does. And if I would have known that, I wasn't meant to because this is the route I was meant to be on. I really yeah. believe I was meant to be the bliss broker and I was meant to be doing what I'm doing to like educate women on how to like 
look at shit differently and look at it through a different lens and just like teach them how to live their best life just by thinking outside the box. But it's, it's it like the podcast we listened to today, my interview with him out of fit fun father out of Canada, which by the way, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's all about perspective. It's sometimes we make it harder than it really has to yeah. be. Yeah, exactly. And so anyway, I'm going to go cause I know we've got stuff to do, but thank you so much for, Going against the grain and being on my episode two of The Bliss Broker. I loved it. And you'll, like, proof, tell everybody listening you'll be back. Yeah. To be on again. Because I'm going to let, I'm going to put the word out for people to say, what do you want to know from my mom? Like, is there any more you want to know about her and all this stuff? And um, you'll be on again. On awesome. My, on my podcast. That's awesome. I'd love it. Okay. So thank you so much. I love you guys all. Thank you for listening and we'll talk soon.